Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Jadene here, your host of Hautivities. Of course, this is another impromptu podcast episode, but hey, it's my podcast, so I literally do what I want. So I just wanted to hop on here and share with you all where I am in this journey I decided to take with the Lord himself. <laughs> um, today was the first day of the Esther fast. The Esther fast is three days liquid only. And its foundation is basically Esther's decision to call a fast for all the Jews on behalf of all the Jews because she had to make a very, very crucial decision that would either save everyone's life or compromise everyone's life. At the end, of course, everyone lived, (laughs) praise the Lord, but I just decided to go on this fast because I know that this next season of my life is much bigger than me. Actually, most of what I've done has been much bigger than me, (laughs) but when I took part in the other things that happened in my life that were very pivotal moments, um, there was a lot of trial and error, and sometimes the trials seemed extremely overwhelming, and the errors seemed even more overwhelming. And I know that that was because I had a rocky foundation. It's like I knew that the things that the Lord had called me to do were big things. But along the way of completing those assignments, I questioned my own abilities. I questioned the validity of my assignments. I questioned God's reasoning for calling me to do certain things and for allowing certain things to happen i had a very blurred and sometimes i don't know how to put it i'll say fleshy (laughs) perspective like every season of my life after giving my life to God in 2016 I've had a perspective that needed to be tweaked over and over and over and over in order to be in alignment with God's perspective which is ultimately the truth so this time around after coming back from England and completing my master's degree I've realized that I am not the same person I was when I started the program last year, around this time. This time around, as my friend Abigail (laughs) reminded me, I have a strong foundation, a very, very strong foundation. I have a strong foundation. She told me that she had a vision that represented the strength of my foundation. She saw a plant 
that had very, very strong roots, but the plant hadn't bloomed yet in fullness. I don't know much about plants, okay? <laughs> but it hadn't bloomed in fullness yet. And even as the wind blew stronger and stronger and stronger, the roots of this plant remained grounded. And so she used that vision as a way to as a way to encourage me during this time because I'm in transition as I've stated in the last podcast episode. By the way, if you hear a lot of noise, it's because I live across the street from the metro or the train tracks, but still the metro. So sorry about that. But back to the story. <laughs> so I'm in transition, as I've stated before. And being in transition, that means that <laughs> some things that were promised regarding my destiny and my future, they're in the process of manifesting. And being in process, that means you don't really see the fruit of your labor. You just know that you're headed or that you're headed in the right direction. You just know that you're elevating, but you don't know exactly when or where you'll see the manifestation of God's promises or the manifestations of all your work, all your hard work. And so she just... She, she told me that I need to remain encouraged and I need to remember my roots and to know that God strengthened my foundation back in England just for this season, just for this time. That if I start to feel myself becoming weary during well-doing, I can draw from the unending well of strength that comes from the Lord I know that I can get my strength from him I learned that being in a different country by myself and because I've changed so much being here is foreign as well so I need to apply what I learned in England to different situations here and that's that's ultimately my goal that as I elevate more and more and more as I start to see things manifest or as I start to get more visions of what God promised that I won't disregard the Lord who is my strength and my help I won't forget where I came from I won't forget who this is for I won't try to use my own strength. I won't become exhausted. I won't become overwhelmed. And I just, after hearing what she said, it just made me go back to old prophetic words that I had received. And on my birthday in June, I had gotten a word about how I would need endurance for this next season because the Lord, the way he's orchestrating the things he's promised me, he's doing it so that it seems like it's slow, but he's doing it so that 
all of those promises will have longevity. They won't start to fall or fail as other things have fallen. Things that may resemble what he's called me to do. They won't fail or expire. I won't fail or expire, you know? So I, in, in waiting on God and also in strategizing with God and trying to remain optimistic and diligent and wise and strong, sometimes I've, I've fallen into pits where I feel as though I'm delayed or maybe I've made a mistake at some point in my life that has caused God to want to take his time and allowing his promises to manifest on my behalf. I've had many pity parties. I've had many moments where I've questioned if things are going to happen, if God might have forgotten about me or anything of that nature. And today it just came to a halt. Like, you know, some people, some people tend to work really hard to, to have an epiphany. Like, I need to figure out exactly what's happening right now. I need to figure out what's going on. I need some kind of flashing light or something like some type of alert or alarm. But honestly, epiphanies or these big discoveries just come at the most random moments. For me, at least. So, on today... I started a Bible plan about prophets. And one of the scriptures is from yeah, Ezra 10 and 4. And in this particular chapter, Ezra had fallen into grief because the people he was called to had become disobedient and the men decided to marry pagan women they just became extremely disloyal they disregarded God's instructions and that ultimately burdened Ezra so he fell into grief but the people came to him as he was grieving and said to him in Ezra 10 and 4 get up for it is your duty to tell us how to proceed in setting things straight we are behind you so be strong and take action hmm. be strong and take action what blessed me is the statement get up for it is your duty get up for it is your duty and so this made me think about a scripture in esther which says actually it's esther 4 and 14 it says this was mordecai esther's cousin talking to her about how the Jews lives were at stake at this point and since she was in the kingdom rather than being a part of the masses I believe that in her mind she didn't think that this applied to her even though the Jews were her people but Mordecai said to her if you keep quiet at a time like this deliverance and relief for the Jews will arise from some other place but you and your relatives will still die who knows if perhaps you were made queen for just such a time as this. So ultimately, even though he was speaking to her respectfully and still honoring her as queen, there was still a moment where he demanded action out of her. 
just as the people of Israel demanded action out of Ezra. Though circumstances may take place, though things out of our control may take place, it is still our duty to decide how to respond. We can't just not respond. We can't be passive in our own lives. We can't be passive when things happen because God has given us the spirit of power. He's given us authority, even though it's ultimately his will that we must align with. He has still given us authority. And so those scriptures just basically demanded that I get up and do what I can with what has been given to me. Yes, there are moments where I feel unsupported. Yes, there are moments where I feel discouraged or I feel overwhelmed by the warfare that God has me in. But those are not reasons for me to act as though I don't have choices. That Those are not reasons for me to act like I'm paralyzed. God has given me at least the power to strategize even if I don't have a decision to make in that very moment, I can still strategize. I can still work with God so that I can develop a solution in those moments. It is my duty to get up and take action according to God's instruction. And so in this very moment, I just have to make an apology to myself. I really do. I have to make an apology to myself because I literally... I've literally abandoned myself at times. I've abandoned my vision. I've abandoned the things that I've abandoned the things that God gave me the tools to develop and build. I've abandoned the strategies and the blueprint that he told me to sit down and develop because of what I saw around me. Because I felt as though because there was a lack of action around me or a lack of fruit around me, that that also meant that I could not grow. I allowed the circumstances in close vicinity to me to suffocate me as if I don't have authority, as if I don't have power. I even went as far as no longer talking to God about his plans for my life because I felt like God's going to do what he wants to do anyway. So why do I need to do anything? Why do I need to put in effort? When in reality, faith without works is dead. So I can't just lie around hoping and waiting that, hoping and waiting for God to move if I'm not aligning myself. And so I apologize to myself for neglecting myself and neglecting my destiny because I decided to focus on the things of earth and not on the things that are above and not on the things of heaven and things of the kingdom. So just like Esther, perhaps I've been positioned in this time and in this place for such a time as this, in this generation for such a time as this. It may not feel like it, but that's the that's the case. That's those are facts. I was created for a time just like this. So I need to align myself with what God wants to accomplish in this time. Just as in Ezra, I need to get up and take action because there are people awaiting the things that God promised me. There are other people who will benefit my agreement with God's plans for me. So yes, this season is full of things that are greater than myself. And so I need to come out of my flesh, come out of myself for a time 
so that I can do what I've been called to do. I'm one of those people where if I find out something is blocking me from getting something done, I address it immediately and I move forward. So I found out that my insecurities, my own insecurities were blocking me from getting things done. And what's even more interesting is that not too long ago, God led me to a scripture that convicted the heck out of me, which ultimately led me to this point. And it's just so interesting that now I realize, but <laughs> there's a scripture in Psalms, I believe. Give me a moment because I'm looking it up now. Okay. Yes, it is Psalms. <laughs> Psalm 6 and 7 says, My vision is blurred by grief. My eyes are worn out because of all my enemies. My perspective was literally blocked by my own insecurities, which led to my progress being blocked. And so now that I am aware of the blockage, I shall address the blockage and move forward. And so I said all of this to say, <laughs> I'm ready for more. And because I'm ready for more, I'm going to invest more. God is requiring more out of me. I'm going to surrender more to him. I'm going to continue to work on my submission. I'm going to submit every inch of myself to him because that is what is required for this season. And so I want to encourage you all who may feel as though you're in a, a place of famine, a place of drought, a place of barrenness where you just feel as though things are not manifesting my suggestion to you is to not look around yourself to not try to investigate the external things but investigate the internal matters look at your heart look at your mind look at your perspective and assess whether or not those things are in alignment with god's will are in alignment with God's perspective and what he says and what his word says. If they're not, that is your issue. It's not that God has forgotten about you. It's not that you may have done something wrong that caused him to be angry with you and choose to hinder you. Um, it's not that you're delayed or dumb or unqualified or anything of the, or anything of the sort. It's just that sometimes when things are out of alignment, they can't move they can't move smoothly they can't progress like a train a train that may not be all the way on the tracks that train is not gonna move forward and make it to its destination that train won't make it to its destination until it is all the way on the tracks everything must be aligned in order to progress to the next destination you must be in alignment with the will of God in order to progress to the next level. Align yourself. Align yourself. Align yourself. Stand in agreement with what God wants out of you. And if you being in alignment with him means that other things must go, do away with those things. Because in the grand scheme of things, in comparison to God's plan for you, those small things that you thought you liked and loved so much don't even matter. So thank you all for listening to me rant <laughs> i just pray that whatever i said was useful because it definitely helped me 
So please, you guys, pray for me as I pray for you. I promise that I will no longer disregard myself or overlook myself. Thank you all for listening to this episode of Hot Activities. I love you all. Good night.